Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about overworking, or rather how you can stop hurting your sleep and your health through overworking. So if you're working hard and you're experiencing that your energy levels are just dipping at times and your motivation is lacking, then today I'm going to hand over a couple of very clear steps that will help you to protect your sleep, protect your health and get more done than you're probably getting done right now. And this is a super interesting topic that can get relevant for all of us at times, especially if you're a business professional or you're working in a job with a high responsibility or you just love your work and now in your private life something happens that ties you in, then we really need to watch that we do things in the right order. And I like to see this as playing a round of darts. So imagine you're standing in front of a dartboard. And now you've got typically got three darts, right? Three little arrows that we throw with our hands. And the goal is to get a high a number of points. So if we hit the middle of the dartboard, that's the bullseye and will give us, I think it's something like 50 points. So we pick up the first arrow and we focus on throwing that arrow on to or into the bullseye. And then, and now, Obviously, you're a dart player. In your profession, you're a dart player, so you know how to throw darts. So you focus, and then you throw that dart. And boom, bullseye. You take the next one, you focus, and you throw it again. And one might not hit the bullseye, that's okay, Like, but the process is clear. You take the third dart, you focus on the bullseye, and you do it again and boom. So that's how we want to approach work. We want to pick a task, focus and execute. So typically when we're um, seeing ourselves faced with overworking, we might be cutting down on our sleep or we're not able to sleep. We feel tired. We're um, living a lifestyle that's not promoting us to feel that good, not as good as we we should and used to probably. And then our work, our productivity drops. So now it's a little bit as if instead of having three darts lying rolled up uh, in front of you and you just pick number one, two, three. Now somebody is constantly throwing over more and more of these darts. And now we need to choose which dart we're going to pick up and throw onto the, the uh, dartboard, right? And what can happen quickly is that we get confused, overwhelmed. So we start to throw the darts faster. We're not focused, not concentrated. We're throwing them faster with our odds to miss the bullseye raising, right? Now, at some point, it can get even worse. So we, we grab darts. We don't even take pick up one at a time, but we pick up more than one and try to throw throw them on the dartboard at the same time. Like it's it's not going to work. Now we're completely scattered. Like the darts are flying around. They're not even hitting the dartboard anymore. And they might even hurt ourselves. Like a dart 
arrow might, uh, you know, fall onto our foot or we might just uh, have uh, hurt our hands, whatever, and grabbing the next darts. So what we need to do if we're faced with a situation like that is to focus on the pile of darts, to take a deep breath in and out, and to choose our best option. What is our best start? There are a couple of darts that look really good, professional, deliver a lot of value. Others are, might be broken or don't look good or whatever. We pick the best. We need to take the time to, to check up in, in that pile, like pick the best start, the most valuable task, the most important task, pick it up, take the time to focus and concentrate, ignore all of the other darts, and throw that dart into the bullseye. Boom. And then we're there, and then we're going to pick the next. Our goal is not to throw all of the darts, because if we look at that pile, we're kind of aware that it's not going to be possible to throw all of the darts, and we also know it's not the goal to throw all of them. Our goal is to make as many points as possible. Our three darts here and today are work, life, and sleep. Work-life sleep. I used to talk about work-life sleep balance that we want to achieve, that we need to achieve. And today I'm going to hand over a couple of tips how you can align these things work in what work, your work-life and sleep to hit that bullseye constantly, raising your sleep quality, raising your well-being, and raising your productivity. But we're going to start the other way around. And just to give you a little bit of context, like work, life, and sleep, or sleep, life, and work, rather, are steps four, five, and six out of a proven system that I use in my coachings to help people like you to improve their sleep quality, improve their well-being, and their productivity. That's what we call performance here at Sleep Trust, what I call performance, and the system is called performance through sleep. So today, I'm going to walk you through these three steps, work, life, and sleep sleep, life, and work, like we're going to move the other way around to build a solid performance in your life. So let's start to talk about sleep. Sleep is majorly important. And the reason why we start with sleep and not with our productivity or other things is that sleep is the foundation for our productivity, the foundation for our uh, well-being, for our health, for everything. If we don't get the amount and the quality of sleep that we need, then there are a lot of studies out there that prove and tell us that our concentration will drop, our productivity will drop, our decision-making capabilities will drop, our creativity drops, literally everything drops. The only thing that raises is our risk to get a serious disease like cancer, diabetes, type 2, stroke, heart attack, and all of that crap that we all don't need. So... We want to focus on our sleep slash sleep quality. And that's why we want to and need to take care of our sleep quality first. So here are the things that you want to watch out. Number one is that we want to work with nature, not against it. Meaning we've all got a biorhythm and we should work in the parameters of this biorhythm. And it's slightly different for all of us. So some of us are early birds, getting up early, going to bed early. Others are so-called owls, so they burn the midnight oil and sleep longer. And others, again, are somewhere in between. So if you know your biorhythm, that's great. 
you want to align your sleep pattern with that. If you're not sure, there's something called the MEQ test. You can Google that. It's a little survey. And as a result, you will get an indication of which type you are. So work with your biorhythm. Number two, get the right sleep duration. It should be typically somewhere around seven to nine hours. Don't try to save time. Get, find your sweet spot and sleep the hours you need to perform at your highest level and to feel good, to feel energized. Again, if you don't have a clue how many hours this is for you, play around with that a bit. I'm sure you're going to be able to figure out after how many hours of sleep you feel really good and can change the world. And number three is to fix your sleep schedule. So you want to go to bed at the same time and get up at the same time and best do that not only five days in a week, but seven days in a week. If you get these three things right, odds are your sleep quality will raise and you're going to feel the calm, the focus, the decision-making capabilities, the creativity to pick the exact right dart and throw that into the bullseye. So that's our sleep quality. Second step that we're going to take is our life. In particular, we're talking about rituals here today. You want to have a strong morning ritual and a strong bedtime ritual. Let's start with the bedtime ritual first. So what you definitely want to have is the last hour before you go to bed, you want to get into a dimmed light environment and have time to wind down. The light is important because our daytime nighttime cycle is hooked up to, to light. And if we stay in bright light too long before we go to bed, it's going to be hard to fall asleep, to stay asleep, for our melatonin production to kick off and so on. So get into dimmed environment. Maybe you want to enjoy the last hour with a candle or whatever and um, do something that lets you wind down. That can be reading a book. That can be listening to music, writing a journal, a gratitude journal. You're, you're going to have many wins if you do that. But there are a lot of things that relate to us and help us to wind down. And you want to pick the one thing that helps you and do that. And then go to bed consistently sticking to your sleep schedule. Morning ritual. Very powerful. Like we want to get out of bed. We don't want to use the snooze button. That's number one. Like if you're somebody that loves to hit the snooze button, we all kind of love that to a certain degree. Stop doing that. When your alarm go goes off, get out of bed in the matter of a couple of minutes. And then start your day right. Start your day with a clear intention. Start your day by feeling good, by moving your body, by getting into sunlight, by having a good breakfast at some point. Do something that will let you start your day with a good mood, with a good high energy. And number three, and now we're talking about work, and they're all interconnected. Like it's not, we're talking only about sleep, only about life, only about work. They're all interconnected. Like if you look at life, what you do in your bedtime ritual is preparing a good night of sleep. What you're doing with your morning ritual is going to prepare you for a good productive work. So when it comes to work, to being productive, there are two things that you want to have in place. Number one is you want to have a clear 
idea, the one thing, like you want to pick that one dart that is most important for you today. Which dart will you throw? And if you hit that bullseye with that dart, that's going to be an awesome day. Like, okay, check. And that doesn't have to be a task and it shouldn't be a task that takes you hours and hours and hours. But should should be something that is important for you, that moves you a step towards your goal, that is valuable for you, for your um, business. You pick that one A task and you take care that you do that. That could be something like if we put these little steps together again that you check up on every evening before you go to bed. Did you get that task done? What went went well? What might not have worked out? What can you learn from this? Like reflect on these things. Super powerful. So they're all interconnected. But you want to work-wise, productivity-wise, pick one task a day in the morning or the evening before that will bring you, propel you towards your goal that will let you be productive. And number two is that you want to pick a slot of time, a deep work time, where you work on that thing focused. Think about when that can happen. Like not all days are the same. If they are for you, if you're free to set up your own structure, you might have a fixed day time. That's awesome. If not, think about how your day will look today or tomorrow, whenever you think about this, and when you can fit that task to which hours of the day. And then get rid of distractions and work on that task. Do deep work. Turn off your mobile. Get it out of your way. Uh, Turn off notifications on your computer, email, whatever it is that distracts you or could distract you and work intensely. Those two things, if you get them right, pick one important task, pick that one dart and then deep work, grab that task, that dart and focus, concentrate and throw it towards that bullseye. These things are super powerful. If you get those right, you get your sleep quality right, lifts your energy levels, lifts your creativity, lifts everything that helps you to be productive and feel good. Get your rituals right, will help you to feel energized and maintain that clarity throughout the day. It will help you to stay really focused because you know your dart now. It's not that you're rushing away and you have to grab that dart in a matter of a fraction of a second, you have time to think about what's important, which dart you're going to pick out of that pile now. And you can pick it out of the pile carefully that you won't hurt yourself. And then focus and work, focus and throw that dart into the bullseye. Boom. And that's like you. So it's your choice. And as always, it's up to you what relates to you and what you want to implement into your life. Or if you say, no, Michael, you just don't get my situation. I need to throw all of the darts against the dartboard faster and faster and faster because that's just how it is. And I get that this might seem as if it won't work for you, but I hope that all of you will give it a try because you're worth it. Your sleep quality is worth it. Your life well-being is worth it. And your productivity will definitely raise because productivity is a matter of the output, the results, and not of throwing a lot of darts. And if you're looking for help to implement this into your life, then at present, I've got a special opportunity for you. If you go to sleeptrust.eu, you can apply for a two-week free full access to the Performance Through Sleep coaching system, which includes you're going to get access to the trainings, you're going to get access to the tools, and even to the small group coaching sessions 
where you can ask your personal questions and you're going to get them answered for me instantly. So if that's helpful, then check out sleeptrust.eu and apply for one of the spots. They are limited, but if you're serious to improve your life, then I will take care that you get one of those spots. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. If you want to stop hurting your sleep and your health, you better take care of these three things. Number one, take care of your sleep quality. Doing so by sticking to a fixed sleep schedule that is in line and aligned with your biorhythm. Number two, you want to take care of your rituals. Have a wind down bedtime ritual in a dimmed environment and get your morning started powerful and motivated. And take care when it comes to your work. Number three, that you have an A task, one dart lined up that will give you a result today that will bring you towards what's important now for you and take care that you have time to execute that task in a very focused manner over the course of the day. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next time when we're here in the podcast again. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.